and learned is proudly supported by Simplecast. Simplecast makes podcasting easy, affordable, and downright friendly. Use the promo code CHICAGO to get 50% off of your first three months. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Unlearn. I'm Kat. Hello. I'm Bill. And we know that we're late this week. You know, we be on CP time sometimes, so forgive us. Um, Look, niggas is busy, okay? I- <laughs> sometimes, listen, sometimes we don't have time to record on a Saturday because yeah. we're doing literally everything else on a Saturday. I'm, Bill is more busy than me. I mean, like, I got, I was, like, doing shit, but, like, Bill's a busy man. His time is valuable. I don't think y'all understand that. I mean... Yeah. Well, <laughs> so yes, my time is valuable in the, in terms of I have a lot of stuff to do. Yes. But not in terms of like anyone is giving me money for my time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I want. You know what I mean? Like is that, yeah. that's what I want is for people to like give me money for me to be there for to <laughs> me to show up. Like just, like I don't I need to yeah. So <laughs> let's make that happen. But yes, up up at the moment I'm very busy. Speaking that into existence. Dope, man. Okay. So Today is, if you're listening to this uh, as it comes out, mm-hmm. today's election day, and I voted. I voted early because I don't, I don't like. You know how like when people just like come up to you and harass you, like, "Who are you voting to vote for? Here's my candidate." Blah blah. I can just be like, "I already voted, motherfucker." So I don't care, I and mean, just like walk away. That's real. I guess that's real. <laughs> also, I don't like standing in line to vote. That's I mean, yeah. Yeah, I uh have not voted yet but i'm going to right after this and i was gonna go before this but again i'm very busy (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i ran out of time um why do you like why why even vote it's like a primary well first of all fuck all that um (laughs) i mean you gotta fucking vote you have to vote it's not like it i don't know i don't at this point i don't even think i have to make the argument that i usually make like in 2018 you know mm-hmm. what i mean after everything that's happened like fucking vote like you don't if you don't fucking vote you see what happens like that's just the answer like if yeah. you don't fucking vote you see what happens and look at where we are right now where half of fucking america just didn't vote and yeah. then we ended up with Donald <laughs> fucking trump like that's you can't argue like there's no argument that's like when more people vote, it goes worse. Like, I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't right. care who you're voting for. Everybody go fucking vote. Like, right. I don't understand how this is an argument. Oh, I'm too lazy or I have to work. And it's like, legally, no. your job has to give you an hour off to go vote. They have to. It's, That's the truth, yeah. That is, no, no matter what your job is, they have to do that, legally speaking. There is no argument against it. I don't understand. It's a primary. Yeah, but guess what? The primary d- determines who's going to be in the general. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> who do you want? You don't have to convince me. I voted, dude. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just. I'm, talk- I'm not talking to you. That, but that fire felt like it was coming for me. Everybody always thinks my fire is directed at them. <laughs> my fire is definitely directed at very specific people, like the person who broke my heart. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. like I vote only because like y'all. My ancestors did not march. Y'all ancestors, assuming that you're black, did not march for me not to vote. Like, get they got 
attacked by dogs and sprayed with like powerful water hoses. The least the least I can do is go fill out a valley. Like I I just do it out of pure respect and reverence for those who fought so hard for black people to vote. So right, and not only that, but like. Fuck, man. We need to stop pretending like this shit is bulletproof. Like, right. <laughs> like democracy, we have to maintain it. Like, every single fucking day, we have to fight it and fight for it and maintain it. It's a delicate fucking thing. And if you don't take part in the process, what is the point of the process? The process doesn't include you on purpose. It's trying to disinclude you. And you have the opportunity and the, and the, and the right still at this mm-hmm. moment to, in, to, to, take part in maintaining this because if we don't it falls the fuck apart and races take over like what do you want i don't understand i don't know i i hate when people say that they don't want to vote or they're too lazy to vote that's just yeah i I, i'm you've already said it all for those people so Mm -hmm. you know whatever to them um what i'm really enjoying like now that we're living in a in trump's america Mm -hmm. So I love all of like the women and people of color and like trans folks who are running and winning. That's just like, yeah. I mean, like Trump is not necessarily the change I wanted to see in America, but I like how like, you know, no one's really riding for bigots anymore. I'm pretty sure they're still like bigots and idiots and whatever running for government. But like sure. that, the guy who was like running unopposed and for a main Senate seat or representative seat or whatever, mm-hmm. and he called the activist from Florida, oh, what's her name? Um, who after the school shooting, he right. called her a skinhead lesbian. This and, is a child. This yes, is a kid yes. who just survived a mass shooting, yes. and he called her a skinhead lesbian. And first mm-hmm. of all, she, yes, she has she had her hair shaved, and mm-hmm. she is a She's an bisexual. activist now. Yeah. But who even who gives a fuck? What right. does that have to do? This is a child. You're attacking, You're attacking a child who just survived a mass shooting. Right. How is this defensible? Right. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's he is dropped out because everyone was like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, dude, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. And it inspired like this 28-year-old woman from Maine to run. Like that that specific comment. Oh, she yeah. was just like, "Oh hell the fuck no." Right. And then and like now she's I think now she's running unopposed. I don't know. Something like that, this but This is this is where we're at, man. Yeah. Like but I, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm very much, I'm very, like I said, we have to maintain it and we have to be engaged in the process that has so long sought to disinclude us on purpose. Mm-hmm. And that includes, you know, people of color, queer people, trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, that is super fucking important. I mean, the fact that Chelsea Manning is running and has a good chance, you know what I mean? Great. Yeah. Um, has a decent chance because of her name recognition at the very least. Um, says so much and 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 then you know because of the circumstances of her even being able to run you know having blown the whistle on the u.s government been a fugitive from the u.s uh being arrested being sentenced and then having their their sentence commuted by our former president uh and now running for office that's like an incredible journey, yeah, and, and an important Same one. Oh, and and tra- and and also transitioning in the middle of that, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So like, yeah, that's it's it's that is an American fucking story, and people don't fucking know that. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's that is the American fucking dream. Like going through everything in the world and still being able to take part in this process and and do something to change this process for the better. I hope, right? And I don't know, man. I think that representation. I mean, it's literally representation. It's literally <laughs> representation. <laughs> It's important. I think it's so cool and so necessary. And if we're going to take advantage of this time of like relative wokeness for the average yeah. person, <laughs> we, yeah, I, I, we, ha- we have to do that if we're yeah. going to take advantage of this. We have to get people who are different in, these off- in, in office. We have to. It's so good that it's happening. I totally agree. Um, so if y'all... Did not vote today, then you, you better up. you better get your fucking ass in gear and get ready for the general election because I don't want I don't want any of your excuses I don't want any of your bullshit I want you at them polls you can even now mail in your vote in the state of Illinois mm-hmm. so what's your excuse that you're too you can't have something melt to your house and you sit at your dining room table and you fill it out and then you go to the closest mailbox and mail is that too much for your lazy ass either way i mean if you voted this is not directed towards you but if you did not vote this is directly directed towards you that was that <laughs> also is it voting i mean i don't know maybe i'm a fucking dork and mm-hmm. i i guess i am a fucking dork like, <laughs> why do i mean i i don't like standing in any fucking line mm-hmm. i don't like standing in lines either i i hate that shit but going and like it's such a it's such a unique thing Mm -hmm. and it's such an infrequent thing in my life but it's and it's also a thing i feel so is so important that it feels cool when i do Mm -hmm. it like there's something about going that's why i don't go early voting either is because i like to feel what it feels like to be in the room on the day that the thing is about to happen Mm -hmm. so whether it's the president or even just the fucking local government and state government primaries uh I want to feel how that feels at the time. And and I don't I don't know. I think maybe yeah, maybe I'm a fucking dork, but I like going. I like going. I like going. You know what I mean? Like physically doing it feels interesting. I don't know. I'm I'm an early voter, so I mean whatever. I feel personally attacked. No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> uh, No, it does is- it does to me feel so good. I like the I like the energy of because like I think the last time that I voted that on the actual election day was like 2012 presidential election. Um, it was like packed. And it was just like I don't know. I was like I get to vote for Obama again. Yeah, that kind of excitement. I had I had less excitement that that year because it was like. I was pretty fucking certain that he was going to be fine. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that. It's it's incredibly difficult to beat an incumbent president uh, in general. It's only happened twice. So I knew he was going to be fine because he didn't do anything bad enough, you know, that anybody could really get him for. Mm-hmm. Back then, that wearing a, wearing a different colored suit could yeah. uh, <laughs> could be enough to make people mad at you. <laughs> As the president, oh, it's so ridiculous! Can you fucking imagine? It was just tan, y'all. Can Calm you down. just? Can you just for a second <laughs> think about 
what would happen <laughs> if Barack Obama had it in the first year of his presidency called another country a shithole in right. front of a bunch of people? Right. Oh, the world is so different. Um, right. It is it is exhausting. It is exhausting <laughs> to live in this world every day, uh, and 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 have people deny that it is here. Anyway, fucking vote, because um, <laughs> that's how we got here. It's because half that's, of y'all niggas didn't vote. That's how we got here, y'all. Um, not no black people came out. Half of Americans <laughs> didn't fucking vote. You know what I mean. Anyway. Anyway, let's get on to our main topic. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. I was like, it, yeah, but I think it's like, I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of people really take the time to think about this. And it's something that is really programmed into us mm-hmm. because it's like, because I, I was thinking about it. I was just like, why is this so much my desire? Like, why? To, like, just, tra- just like tradition, an American tradition that's. Mm. Okay, so you're probably like, what the fuck is she talking yeah, about? Just, uh... We're talking about family structures. Mm-hmm. And so everyone knows that traditional, uh, quote unquote, traditional family structure in America is mom, dad, uh, 2.5 children. Is it 2.8? 2.8 kids and like a fucking dog. Like, I don't know. And like the white picket fence. That's the American dream. That's how we see family structures in the United States. So yeah. I and and that's why I imagine my life would be even though I grew up with a single parent, I just assume like my life is gonna be that way. How did you grow up? I mean, I had two parents in in the house. They are still married. Uh, Lord knows how uh, <laughs> or why uh, sometimes. But <clears throat> yeah, my parents were home. I had uh, three siblings. In the house, and I have another sibling who is older than me, who is a half sister. So she lived with her mother, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she's around though. So, but so, so it was. I mean, my my house was actually a pretty traditional, regular ass black family. Mm-hmm. Besides all of the interpersonal stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, reg, pretty re- actually pretty regular, regular regular when it comes to uh, family structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so like with my family since I had a single mom um, I lived with my grandma so it was like a multi-generational home mm-hmm. um, and then my grandma when my grandma passed when I was 10 it was like just like my mom my brother and I and but I would see my aunt my aunt and uncle all the time because mm-hmm. they would like take me and my brother to little league practice and to yeah. like take us to our games and our events because like you know my mom's like working and yeah. couldn't be there all the time. So cool. I think that like, uh, since a lot of my extended family really kind of like jumped in and were, and were like there for there and supportive and wonderful, then I, I mean, I, it's, I would say that mine was, mine was less traditional, but not uncommon for a black household, especially right. not like on the South side. <clears throat> no, definitely not. Uh, definitely not uncommon. I mean, as far as that goes, I would say that I'm probably, I was probably in the family of the your aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. like where I had an aunt who lived with my grandma and had a kid for a long time, you know, uh, lived with her mom and, and her child. And then, you know, we would, they would come visit us a lot or we would visit them over there. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't, I, she was a single mother doing her thing. 
and she did she's just fine you know the kids are fine her her sons are fine now they're adults they got better jobs than i do uh (laughs) you know because like you get it yeah Uh, so yeah i mean i think you're right it's not it's not uncommon at all it's i guess it's non-traditional in the in the sense of like you know heteronormative Mm -hmm. vibes but Mm -hmm. like yeah it's it's uh, I think that's a black thing too, and 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 a, tri- a, tri- uh, a midwestern black thing as well. Where it's like, there's very much like your family is gonna be pretty close to each other mm-hmm. in terms of physical location. So you're gonna be visiting each other a lot. You're gonna be going to each other's stuff a lot because yes. that's how, that's who's supporting you um, emotionally. And you know, sometimes like literally, like childcare is a real fucking thing, man. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it was like, I don't know, it was dope. I had a lot of like really good adults in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I was close to my, I was close to their children. So like, my cousins were like sisters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah. I had a lot of cousins who I like hung out with all the time when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. So it was just like, I don't know, it was dope to <clears throat> grow up with an extended family. And so like, one of the reasons I was thinking about family structures is that mm-hmm. there's this show on TLC called Seeking Sister Wives. And they were talking about... My God, that channel has fallen so far. I know. TLC, still <laughs> still to this day, supposed to stand for the learning channel. I mean, they don't say it anymore. Because they know better. Um, the you know learning learn. channel. I guess we're learning about fucking polyamory or... Po- po- uh, polygamy. Polygamy, yeah. Polygamy, yeah. which is... N- I- the history of polygamy in this country has been messed up yeah (laughs) anyway well so the reason i was even watching the show because like okay it features three families and two were just like white people in utah not i'm not interested in that but there was a black family in atlanta and i was like what "Hmm, a sister wife situation yeah in atlanta yeah the black family yes huh all right i mean like they were very like natural herbal type black oh, people okay. not like full like hippie but definitely like in the re i mean my nigga they're, they're the sister wife family they are full hippie like what right. you're talking about <laughs> uh you, no hell no i mean but okay i did the the wife in that she did not fucking play like the other mm-hmm. on the other families the sister wives would take like bullshit from the like has sister wife or whatever mm-hmm. and then like but she was just like <laughs> bitch you thought if like someone crossed boundaries i mean i guess you would have to be to be like the first or the the top mm-hmm. i guess the original <laughs> or whatever the fuck i don't know how to yeah. you know i don't know how i didn't see the show so like I guess you would have to be like that or just the most complete pushover. But then I would be worried that the whole situation is kind of like fucked up. Mm. <clears throat> well, cause she's like, she likes the idea of having a sister wife because like he wants a really big family. She's stopping at three. She's pregnant with the third baby. So she's just like, this is as big as a family I want, but like I really respect and appreciate that it takes a community to raise a child and to have that like extra, have those extra hands and have extra help. I like, she just really enjoys the community vibe of polygamy. Um, That is a true thing. And, and, and I mean, we've been shown that time and time again with the, both the fictional and the real, you know, the document documentary versions of, this kind of like big love concept or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and and also like you like we're saying in our own families, there's all of these hands, like you said, there's all these hands and all these hearts involved in making sure the your fucking family stays together. And while that is not for me necessarily. I mean, I get. I mean, I'm a non-monogamous person in my dating life. I don't know that I would want to like marry multiple people and yeah. be living with them every day. Uh, I don't know if I want to marry any people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dog, that's I get it. I get that. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and and it and it validates or invalidates a lot of fears that you might have about like like what said the checkered history of polygamy is a lot of abusive type controlling like basically like slave you know sex slavery type shit marrying young Um, girls off to older creepy men right but like um and and you know whatever i don't know the and and the weird thing about all of it is that there's still like a legal thing Mm -hmm. it's why it's it's this whole fucking idea that marriage is like a and, and is an institution that needs to be like maintained by the federal government i just don't get (laughs) <laughs> and this the the idea that you can't talk about you can't be married to to different people multiple yeah. people i don't know well the families who so it's apparently only illegal in utah so it's elite it's like your marriages are just not recognized in the right. rest of the other states but like it's specifically outlawed in utah oh i see for, you know, obvious uh, reasons. For reasons that have everything to do with their history. Yeah. And so if you're reported, then you could go to jail. Like the Why wouldn't you just not be in Utah? Like I don't understand. I mean, they're usually Mormons. Yeah, two but the two so white what? families are Mormons. Move to fucking Wyoming yeah. or something. I don't yeah. know. Go to Nevada. Like it ain't that far. They did have to move because they did get <clears> reported. <throat> Dude had like three sister wives and like a, f- a whole fuckload of kids and they were all yeah. living in the same house. And they got reported. That's just why That's would crazy. you uh, <laughs> Having a lot of having a bunch of kids and one partner seems like a fucking nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like having three partners with all their kids Mm -hmm. to maintain hell to the no, like all all of their problems and and their and and like your problems with that specific person, and then adding in all these other people. I don't. Not for me. It is not for me. I mean, I. I'll date multiple people, but we have our own separate lives. We're not married. (laughs) Like, fuck that. And I mean, it was kind of funny because it's like the only person who wasn't pressed is like the legal wife because she's the only one who won't go to jail. The two, the two sister wives would go to jail and the husband would go to jail, but she wouldn't. So she was just like, I don't want to have to move out of Utah. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, but I mean, technically she's the innocent part, even though she's like participating in it, but like. Yeah, She's the this only is all one, like, fucked like, up. Nobody should crazy. be going to jail because they're because they're in a relationship. Yeah, as long as if everybody's in agreement on that relationship, right. and nobody's being coerced or like abused, then like fucking why would? And everyone's of age, like that's all. Yeah, that's all. Well, for, that, like, yeah, that's adults consent. being. I, yeah. I would include that in yeah. consent because <laughs> okay. children can't. I mean, no, no, yeah. no, no. I'm 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 saying this. You're right. I mm-hmm. and 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 I should I should explain that. Uh but yeah, I don't know. Why? What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like you can have so many different types of families that are valid and 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 uh, <clears throat> produce people right. who are mm-hmm. well-rounded and intelligent and, you know, or not, you know, and emotionally strong or not. They, all, all of these things can happen in, in any type of different kind of family. And, and it all, all it really changes in there is how 
much support and love and and like mental health uh that family has you know inside of it so yeah i don't i don't know i i, I don't know i feel like we're also in a place where like as much as that traditional family structure and the 2.5 kids two parent household still seems like the norm it is mm-hmm. changing in very very real ways and it's starting to seem like that tr- structure I don't know. And it's not becoming niche. I was going to say it's almost niche. <laughs> I'm definitely in a bubble. I live in a city in a hipster neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> but it definitely feels like that's an, that's a, that concept is an invasion that has to be sprung on you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All that shit really had to do with was like, well, a property uh, transfer between rich men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And B, just like it was impossible to, for some for some cultures for their for their kids to survive unless they had like these very regimented to to survive like literally survive to adulthood if they didn't have these regimented two two parent family structures next to each other mm-hmm. right and villages and all that kind of shit but like like you said but there was also the completely different types of structures that it takes a village where the whole village would raise the kids in that village and not necessarily be tied to some specific family arrangement at any given point. So I don't know. It's all over the place. Yeah. And anybody could come out of any of those situations in, in, in any number of different ways. So I always think it's like so interesting because since like a lot of my friends are people of colors, they it's multi-generational homes are very normal to them. Mm-hmm. And the only time it's like, not normal it's like when i talk to like white people about multi-generational homes and i was just like well why wouldn't your like grandparents live with you when they're old and they're like no well you put them in a home and i was like you monsters i mean (laughs) it's whatever man it is what it is like if it's a person i don't know i yes if you're in a situation where you literally cannot care for this person Mm -hmm. who needs who needs a certain amount of care i don't think it's like inhumane to well, put them in a home but you have to yeah but that but that means you know you also want to be a part of their life if you're gonna do that you should i mean they should have a life still i guess like when i think about it, i think of like the, the simpsons and like grandpa mm-hmm. in the way that they kind of always forget that he exists well right yeah i mean that is the, that's the thing that i'm talking about you need to that's they like need to have a life and you, you should be involved in it Unless you know, if there's reasons that you that you don't want to be involved in their life that are valid, then they're then those are valid, right? But I don't want to live with my parents. Like I don't want to live with my parents even when they're old. Like even I hope that I feel you. What I would what I would hope is that I can help them to continue to have their home. Like that's what I hope. Or or whichever you know, if it's one of them. Uh, I don't want to. As much as I don't even like to hang out with my parents, like on a regular, like that, I haven't thought about them dying, and it's like I don't know what's that gonna be like. Uh, it's it's not great. No, I mean you know it was my dad's dad, so it's not great. (laughs) I I I believe that. Um, I I didn't even ask. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna delve into it. Yeah, we don't need to talk. We don't need to talk about my dad. Dad. (laughs) I mean. Fucking, we're on a podcast right now talking about family structures. We could do it. We, but we won't. We don't have to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just saying, I don't think it's inappropriate. If, no. If you, if no you, like, okay, got it. <laughs> but if you ain't trying to talk about it, then I ain't trying to make you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I Yeah. 
I forgot what we were saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you like? Do you even ever want a family? It's that like I don't want kids. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I think a lot more people are just like all the way opting out of children. But I guess I mean you can still have family. Like your your family are your friends. I yeah I have a uh, a significant chosen family mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them have kids now. Uh, so there are children in my life, mm-hmm. and I've watched kids ever since I was a teenager. Right, like I've been uh, a caretaker. Or a babysitter, or you know, for my my siblings, because I was the oldest one in my house, and then you know my my cousins uh, who were younger, and then all the way up until now, like my fucking roommate had a four year old that I had to like take care of and pick her up from preschool a couple times, you know, while we were while we were roommates, um, and I had to take take care of her whenever she was over, and all mm-hmm. all of his friends who also have kids. Would come over and they'd be hanging out, you know. So it's just like that's 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 enough. Y'all can keep them. It's good to see you each of your tiny little heads. I'm, pat, I'm patting them on the head, and then uh, y'all can leave, and then I'm gonna go uh, get drunk. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, that yeah, is for sure. My life um, to be hold to be held close, and I ain't. I'm, I got too many things that I want to do that. It just wouldn't be fair to any child for me to live the lifestyle that I live. Um, and then trying to get where I'm trying to get, right? And 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 also raise a kid at the same time. I just wouldn't, and it wouldn't be fair to any partner for me, mm-hmm. for me personally, just the way I am. I know other people who are in my same line who do it, but I don't want kids. I mean, I, I could see myself being in a family that where kids are involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I've totally been in relationships with people who have children uh, before. Um, short. Usually, <laughs> but it, it not because not because of their kids is mostly just because of their availability. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Um, and that's exactly it. You know, our availability ends up being different. And um, I'm not at home at night. You got to be at home for your babies. And I can't I'm not. So. um no, <laughs> is the answer. an emphatic no. And, and my parents always think that this is a phase. And it's no. like, this phase has lasted since I was 17 fucking years old. Like, I'm 32 now. If I was my dad, I would be six. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have a six-year-old at this podcast recording. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't, no, I just, no. It's just not right for me. I I don't understand why people don't respect when people decide that they don't want to have children. Cause yeah. I, cause one of my good friends, she never, like, she just has always known. I've known her for since college, like, mm-hmm. like nine years or so. And she's just, she's always been like, I don't want children. I'll never want children. That's never going to change. And I was like, I respect that. Yeah. I'm not going to try to change your mind. That it doesn't benefit me to change your mind in any way. So, you know, do you. Right. I mean, I don't know. I think it's two things. I think it's partially that biological imperative. People just think that because we have a biological imperative to procreate, that means mm-hmm. that we can't subvert it. Like we subvert our biology in so many fucking thousands of ways all the time. And and in that way all the time. We wear condoms for fuck's sake. That's yeah. not that doesn't biologically make any fucking sense right. for us to ever do. But we do it. And so why couldn't that just be a way that somebody feels all the time, right? Like if, if you felt if you've ever used a condom, imagine how you felt about kids at the time that you did that with that person and just extend that to everybody. <laughs> 
uh, or you know whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then and then there's this this uh, social like realization thing, mm-hmm. right? Like your life has been fully realized once you've raised a kid. Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, yeah, no, I like I, so in terms yeah. of social mores. Yeah. But that all again, that all comes from shit that's old, like very old, and not necessarily in line with what we do today as as people as humans so like what my kind of hang up I is to, i was about to ask you because you're married like you're yeah. like in a traditional marriage to the person to a one person person <laughs> uh, or you know yeah, whatever yeah. i know that i listen i don't know how whatever your what your deal is i'll let you say it uh well no like kind of my hang up is it's just like when starting a family like people yeah. interpret you wanting to still be an individual as being selfish and it's just like uh-huh. I know that I need to dedicate hella amounts of time to like bring this little person yeah. into in into this world and like have them be a good human. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I am still a fully realized human who wants to do shit and have fun and right. doesn't it's not gonna necessarily mean that I'm gonna be like a bad mom because I like still I wanna be like ten percent selfish and ninety percent selfless. Yeah, no, I think that's completely real. And that's where the like having many hands thing comes in, right? Yeah. But but you write about the fact that people think that you're selfish and and look at how those people end up being. I do, right. I do right. and I agree with you because I feel like there is this whole thing where that happens to people who have kids mm-hmm. to to some degree or another that I just don't like mm-hmm. uh where I think it's necessary and it's probably partly biology as much as it is a social thing. But like you start to take on your kid's identity as much as you're forming it. Mm-hmm. So like like parents, I think I think there's a thing that happens when you have kids where you have to like the things that your kids like in some way or other yeah, yeah. because otherwise you'll go crazy and murder them yeah. like <laughs> no i mean that i mean that for real no like, like I know their it's favorite funny, sing-along like, or watching like forget right. blues clues or whatever my fucking descent, yeah my my old roommate same person i was just talking about i caught him <laughs> singing the theme song to a children's show along with his kid who was in a different room watching it on a laptop while he was cooking <laughs> and and she was in a completely different room with the door closed and she was singing and he was within earshot, yeah. but should not have, did not need to be singing right. the song. He could have been listening to anything else. And and I walked in, I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, low key though, that's the jam. And I was right. like, no, no, that's no, the no, this is a song about a penguin kid right. playing in his backyard. No, it's not, it's not Drake. It's not the summer right. jam. Like, right. no. So it's like, yeah, on some level he's, I think it's just because his kid loves watching that fucking show that he thinks the songs are good. Because you have to like, you you have to hope that, I would hope that you like what your kids like based off the fact that they like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like th- that they that it makes them happy. But I do think that there's an aspect of that that is subsuming. Like you have to subsume your personality to your to to help form this person. Yes, and that and that fucking freaks me out like trying to like thinking about trying to be a mom and just like thinking about how with like my mom how hard it was for her to become an empty nester because her identity was completely tied to me and my my brother i just i just like and then like my spouse's parents like they well i don't know his dad's doing fine but like his mom and he has been out the house for a minute Mm -hmm. and his mom is still like so wrapped up in his identity mm-hmm. and who he was growing up See, and like that's, who he yeah, is now. Man. And I'm just like, Mm-mm. time to stop investing 
he's he's good. Yeah. He's got a. We traded that property. He's now mine. Um. Yeah. And, the, and, and an even worse thing about bringing kids into the world at all, especially right now in this climate. Yeah. Like fucking who is having a kid right now? <laughs> who, like, I mean, you know what I mean? So it shit happens, whatever. People have kids when they have them. But like, I just mean like if you're in a traditional family and you're like planning kids, like mm-hmm. if you're planning to have a kid in 2018, like if you're planning to to conceive a child in 2018, I I legitimately am like why? Like what for? Like to what end? Cuz mm. don't you want to wait a little bit and see if this shit turns around or yeah. keeps going <laughs> or keeps going in the direction it's been? Cuz yeah. like I'm hoping it, I look, I'm not an optimistic person. I'm hoping things turn around eventually, but like what if it don't? And you got a baby in tow? <laughs> like what if uh, we actually have to start running again? I know, like, like Handmaid's Tale style. I know style. that's ridiculous. I, I'm not talking about like a fucking zombie apocalypse, although, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just talking about like, I mean, shit is happening. Like yeah. they, he, they are putting laws in place and doing executive orders that like, man, you might have to get up and leave one day right. from your home. And if you had a baby, I don't know. That's too much. That's a lot. Traveling with babies in a normal right. airport. <laughs> that yeah, no, that I I see families. I was just like, why do they have so many accessories? Yeah. What they're so tiny. They don't need all that stuff. Okay, they do need that stuff. But well, <laughs> yeah, they need like their car seat. Otherwise, they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. But this is a nightmare. Yeah, I can't imagine doing it. So many accessories. Um, Sweet little babies. And it's like the whole process is so gross. I, babies are disgusting. No, they're repulsive. The, pos- the process they're of having a baby is like, like, like physically. I'm yeah. so glad that I don't have a womb. Yeah. Like there is no possibility of having that happen to me. You lucky bastard. I've <laughs> it's gross. Have you seen somebody have a baby? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, it's beautiful. It's like it doesn't seem beautiful. A fucking giant head is ripping out your fucking twat. That's not. That's there's nothing beautiful about that. I mean, like, yeah, there's pooping. Uh, Everybody's pooping. The baby's pooping. The mom is pooping. The fucking doctor's pooping. And then like, there's like blood and placenta and just overall slime covering the baby when it comes out. On some level. Isn't it? Wait, like, it's a marriage. But isn't it funny that we were all basically, unless you had like a, your mom had a C-section, we were all basically born next to shit. Yeah, dog. <laughs> That's well, I think it's also how we do it. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I've heard people say, I don't know, I'm not a, I don't, I don't know anything about this shit, but. I've heard people say like doing it in a pool or or doing it like how they used to in the fucking field mm-hmm. uh, in the jungles or whatever the fuck <laughs> where you're like going like like it's down right yeah. instead of instead of laying in a bed and doing oh it like up. squatting yeah okay that it probably doesn't require as much of the pooping but yeah. uh, <laughs> but then you're kind of in poop position though right you're squatting I mean, in, on some level you're and- using the same part of your body to to make it make it happen the same muscles or whatever yeah. Um, and our, let me tell you, our anuses are very close to our vaginas. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you've, you've been down there. Yeah, totally. Um, a, a fair amount. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen a few. What you asking? Um, yeah. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so everything. And then the, uh, you got to feed. What? Ugh, no. 
You can listen. Children are cute and great and wonderful. Having a baby is a miracle on some level. That is true. It is a miracle that we can do that at all. But mm-hmm. it is also like the most fucking foundational thing to us. And I don't mm-hmm. look at it as like some inherent good in and of itself. Like right. just because we yeah. can do it doesn't mean every single person is bound to do it. Right. Um, like people are like, my parents always say like, well, what if you find the right person and she wants to have kids? And I'm like, well, first of all, you're assuming that the right person will be a sheep, but they, I, we don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about, we don't talk about gender, but, um, but also if, she, if she is the right person, she's not going to try and make me have kids. That's yeah. not how that, that won't be the right person for me. Exactly. Um, Why don't people ever get that? Because they just, it's just, like I said, it's an actualization thing. Mm-hmm. They, they think that, I think a lot of people think it's because you think you're not good enough instead of like, no, I'm good enough to do this other thing. And that's mm-hmm. what I want. Um, they think it, uh, I, I think a lot of people think this is just like if you say I don't want to have kids it's because you they you, they think you think that you're unworthy or you won't find love first and it's like no dog that ain't what it's about so the I've have had some people say that they don't want kids because they're afraid of fucking them up I'm afraid and of that too I but I feel like people who are that self-aware probably should be having kids compared to some of the people who are having kids right now. Mm, dog, I'm one of the most self-aware people that I know. I mean, not to be a dick. But, <laughs> but see? Do you see what I'm saying? I'm extremely neurotic, and I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about myself all the time to the point of narcissism. Like, but, but I also know that that is a learned behavior, too. Mm-hmm. And that is something I got from my parents. Yeah. And and on some level, like, I do think that's fucked a fucked up part of me that they fucked up. Like, Yeah, yeah. But I also get it because I'm 32 now. And if I had, I could see how I could be doing all the things that they did and trying to be doing right and still fuck somebody's brain up just because you don't know how to operate another person's brain and yeah. you literally <laughs> have to form a brain with your hands like, and, and your words. <laughs> And so I get it. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I think about that a lot. Like I think about the process, like when I'm in the grocery store and I see a kid just, why do kids wild out in the grocery store? What is that? I don't no know. Home training. I don't know. Well, but see, that's what I'm saying. They don't have no home training. They're three. How do right. they have no time to be trained? But like, how do you not, when your kid is wilding out in the grocery store, I just think, why don't you pick that kid up and put him on the top shelf, the highest shelf you can. And walk, a- walk away. <laughs> you know? I mean, I think it's the child abandonment laws. Well, right. But that's, <laughs> my, but that's my point. Is that like, it, it's so easy to think about how it, how much stuff can go wrong and how much work it is and all that stuff. And just mm-hmm. be like, I, that's not what I want to do. Uh, and, and, I, and I am worried about doing it wrong. And that's a part of why I don't want to do it. It's not the whole reason why, but yeah, so I do think that's real, but but people do judge you for it. Well, it's still Women's History Month, and we're going to feature um, another woman, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why would I do an intro like this? Anyway, mm-hmm. we're going to be featuring Annie Dodge Wanika. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was a she was um, a Native American woman who was 
very influential in the in the Navajo Nation and was a member of the Navajo National Council. Um, she worked tire, tirelessly to bring better health care, um, bring better health care and education to the Navajo Nation and was actually the first Native American woman to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom under the Lyndon B. Johnson administration. So like she was like this is like 1963. Y'all, she was like killing it because like the government was still doing horrible things to Native Americans. I mean during this time. This is the sixties. They They were doing a lot of horrible things to a lot of people. Yeah. Back then still. So uh, Yeah. Damn. But yeah, that's real to to be able to get that. And man, it's wild that just like black people. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the shit that that they've been fighting for since then, since the fucking civil rights era and before, obviously, right, right, since before right. us even, uh, in for in some in some ways, right? Since, mm-hmm. uh, since before America was a thing, even a fucking fucking Glinton Vespucci's eye, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, and they still ain't got some of that stuff. Like the yes. fact that we still ignore, you know, Native peoples. Indigenous people's like rights, right? To the to the land they already. I mean, I mean, we right. just had the fucking dapple thing last year, right? And and they already and they already took that shit. Mm-hmm. As soon as Trump came into office, they took second, that shit. And guess what? Exactly what the people who were trying to defend that land said would happen mm-hmm. happened within a mm-hmm. month. It was fucking. It was fucking sad. Yeah, and we don't even care. So like you know, people don't give a shit about that shit. And and so to be able to get that far with it, I mean, like people generally don't give a fuck when non-white people don't have clean water, right? As you can see in Flint, as you can see in like there's like towns in Texas that ain't got clean water. Like, if you're poor or you're, like, I mean, okay, like, let's be real. Poor people, they don't give a fuck about poor people either. Right. So if you're poor or if you're a person of color, don't expect clean water because the government doesn't give a fuck about Dude, you. Dude, we are going to be fighting about water a lot in the next 20 years. I am, do you know how terrified I am about that? I, no, like, I'm just, like, does, is is no one preparing for the water wars because that's the next great no. world war. Well, just fucking just running out of companies just super are villains in training like Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. he's preparing for it. Yeah. And, and fucking rich guys. Like, why aren't more people alarmed that companies are privatizing water sources, like actual rivers and springs? Like because, that shit. Because people don't People don't. That's, we're getting way off topic. That's but terrifying. I mean, yeah. It's not a. It's topic. not a. It's we're not good as a society at seeing problems ahead of time mm-hmm. and doing something proactive about mm-hmm. it. That's True. why bridges are <laughs> collapsing right now. Like, th- there's mm-hmm. nothing stupider than a, a city yeah. that has a working operating budget. Yeah. Having a bridge just fucking collapse during rush hour, but it happens all the time. <laughs> it does. That's that's one of my uh, biggest fears. Like, ain't nobody checked on this fucking bridge right? in twenty five. Are you kidding me? I, no, we're not going to see that shit in advance until people die. Yeah, and then totally, and then, totally. and then they make all kind of rules about it. And, yeah, and, and do and until people stop giving a shit again. Until all the people who died are 
all the all the relatives of the people who died in whatever tragedy caused the regulations are now dead too. So now it's a whole different government. You know what I mean? So anyway, this, lady, this <laughs> our woman, our featured woman. So thank you, Annie, for uh, just being a bad bitch in the Navajo Nation and oh, yeah. fighting for what your people deserve. And uh, yeah, getting that fucking Presidential Medal of Freedom. Sure. That's in 1963. No, 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 totally. A person of color, a I woman. Ca- I kind of don't know that I would give a fuck. Like if I was in her position, <laughs> if I was her. Yeah. And I'm working to get my people the the yeah, rights that like they have a work and education. Yeah, yeah. And, and all the shit that, that it was agreed upon we would get yeah. in the trade from you true. stealing everything else we own. That's true. <laughs> and we still fighting for it. And I've dedicated my whole goddamn life to trying to get people to notice it. I don't know that I would give a fuck about no no medal from the president of the government that I'm trying to get the sh- the essential fucking shit from. But 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 the notion that she that she got all of that ha- and got that stuff to happen is what's dope. Yeah. The actual medal, I, don't, I could give less of a fuck about. <laughs> like, imagine if Trump gave you the presidential medal of learning, you know what I mean? Like, if you got the medal of freedom today. Yeah, that would mean nothing. It would mean shit. So who knows? Nothing. You know what I mean? LBJ ain't, ain't Trump, but or wasn't Trump, but. I, I think that if I was an if I was an indigenous person, I, that's how I would feel about every person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, whatever. <sighs> All right, cool. So that's gonna wrap up our show today. Oh, yeah. Uh, do do you are you interested in fucking up my credits? Do you want to do it like before or after? I was gonna ask you if you meant to. Oh, you already did the you already did the ad read at the yeah. beforehand. Yeah. See, you be trying to like <laughs> you trying to slip it slip in so I can't so I can't make you laugh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like fucking that. Fucking me up, man. Now go ahead, do your thing. All I'm, right. I'm gonna gotta right. wrap up today, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Stop it. You see? You're tricking me. All right. Like us on Facebook at Unlearn. Follow us on Twitter at Unlearn underscore shy. Write to us at unlearnpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at unlearnpodcast.com. Thanks to James T. Green for our music and graphics. You can find us on your preferred podcast provider. Hit subscribe and rate our show. Unlearn is a proud member of Post Loudness in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Yeah. 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 Also, follow us on Instagram individually. Yeah. You. Catherine J. Best on Instagram. And uh, Bill R. Bullock on Instagram. Check us out. Bye. Bye. Post loudness. <laughs>